living and thriving with a growth mindset. In this episode on the Wellness Driven Life Show, certified integrative health coach Ann Farrier Cook Crook shares her insights on the importance of a growth mindset when facing health challenges. She discusses how shifting from surviving to thriving creates resilience and empowers individuals to overcome obstacles. Anne also talks about some of the exciting projects she's involved in as a health coach and what currently lights her up. She emphasizes the essential role that nature plays on our connection to the world and shares how spending time outdoors can benefit those on a healing journey from chronic health issues. Finally, she shares her motto, to live and love fully, and how her experience with cancer shaped her perspective on life for the better. She dives deeper into any key takeaways that she's learned from her two early stage cancer journeys and how they inspired her to help others live their best lives. Don't miss this inspiring interview. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent, or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. Welcome to the show, and I'm excited to introduce our guest today. Anne Crook is a certified integrative health coach, holding space consultant, and certified medical entrepreneur with 23 years of experience in healthcare. She supports clients to shift from surviving to thriving through an integrative approach. Anne is a co-founder of the Breast Connection Prevention Plus Healing Community, a global wellness community that offers free Zoom events around breast health, self-care, empowerment, and support. She has been featured in online publications, podcasts, a global docu-series, and two books. Her life motto is to live and love fully. Please help me welcome Anne Farrier Crook. Hi, April. Hey, Anne. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So outside of that biography and all of the things, can you share a little bit with the audience today about who you are? Well, I'm a woman that loves to live and love fully after coming through two early stage cancer journeys. And I like to say surviving to thriving because it really is about living to thrive and making the most of each day. Ah, uh, so yeah, you really started on this difficult time period in your life where you went through these health 
obstacles. Mm-hmm. And do you feel, Anne, you, you know, I know you're, you're a wellness coach, et cetera. So you know very well that so much of the way that we live our life is how our body starts to show up in ways that we uh, are reflecting how we're living. So the way that you, you know, before this all happened, were there ways that you were living that weren't so great? Did you have time to reflect on that? Did you see what it was that you needed to concentrate more on or less on? Absolutely. I like to say I've become a better version of myself, my full self, because now my word this year is flow. And my life is about being an ease and flow and really thriving each day and finding joy. And there was a time, uh, backtrack to 2018, when I was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer in April, the month of my birthday. And it really was a wake up call because I was already a certified integrative health coach and was really passionate about my work. I was working at this world renowned retreat center with trauma survivors and teaching workshops and seeing private clients. Um, But, you know, I still had some blind spots in my own life and needed to rebalance my gut and look at the environmental toxins that I was, um, you know, living with and then cleaning up some old emotional trauma. And I like to say emotional trauma is the number one toxin in the room because we all have some, some form of trauma. But I've now come to see it as just energy that gets stuck in the body. So to me, my healing journey was not just about learning about nutrition and diet and lifestyle, but it was really about turning towards this emotional piece, um, tending and befriending those parts of me that were stuck in my body with love and compassionate presence, holding space, as I like to say, and integrating those parts of me moving forward. And I would say the emotional healing has been the biggest game changer in my health Mm. to help me shift from surviving to fully thriving. Yeah, well said. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that it was not easy for you to when you, when you're already in the health realm mm-hmm. to have things happen to you. Mm-hmm. And there I'm sure are many many emotions that come up for you. I know in my own experience it has done that where we're not at our best, but yet we lead others to be at their best. And they're like, oh my gosh, how can I lead by example if this is happening? Or how can people trust in me? But I think the truth is, is that life is full of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And the only constant is change. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to remain, you know, in this perfect condition forever. It's, it's takes work and it takes constant understanding and learning and evolving. Absolutely. And, you know, the year I was going through breast cancer in 2018, I really had to put my own self-care front and center. So I wasn't seeing clients at that time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was being my own client actually. And, you know, just, I really saw it as an opportunity. I think what helped me was having this growth mindset that I go through life with. Seeing every adversity as an opportunity to grow from that experience. Like, what am I supposed to learn here? And yes, it is um, tricky when you're already a health and wellness coach or practitioner. And then you're like, oh my gosh, me, breast cancer? Where did this come from? (laughs) But um, like you said, everything's always growing and evolving and changing. And so I just saw that journey with breast cancer is just another deeper layer of my own healing journey. So I have a better version of me to offer the world. And now I can honestly say five years out from that, I do feel like I've become a better version of me. And so now when I work with my clients and they're feeling the fear of cancer, or they're going through their own journey. I have that love and compassion in my heart because I know, you know, the fear it evokes when somebody says you have cancer. Yeah. So it's given me a lot more compassion, a lot greater understanding of working with my own clients now. 
Yeah. So what is your perspective on like a, a wholeness approach? Because what it, what does it mean to you is really what I'd like to know. I like to say that wellness is under this massive umbrella. It's all of these different things, all of these buckets, mind, body, spirit, and then some, you know, but there's so many things. What does it mean to you? To me, a whole person approach is about going beyond self-care into the heart of soul care. Mm. I like to say we cannot leave out the spirit and the emotions and the soul and our healing. And so it's incorporating the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body and the spirit body. Um, I love to work with clients with this integrative approach, because when you get all of those parts of you in alignment, in congruence, and then you have a full body yes to whatever path you choose, your health is going to benefit as a result. Um, I'll just give you an example. I was faced with some really tough decisions back in 2018 about which treatment plan I was going to follow. And I really had to stop and take a deep breath and listen to my body and tune in. Um, and I knew in my heart of all hearts that I need to choose a path forward that speaks to my spirit and my soul and my body will get on board and I will heal. Mm -hmm. And I'm fortunate that I had a doctor at the time that encouraged me to take six weeks to really think about it. I wasn't rushed into treatment the next day. I did have surgery. I had a lumpectomy about two weeks after my diagnosis, but I was fortunate to have about a month or so to reflect on what follows that. And, and uh, I was able to come up with a plan that really worked for me that was sort of a hybrid approach and very integrative. Mm, I love hearing that. And, and I, I really want to spend a little bit of time on that because I think like you, it's probably of great importance when we take time to really internally listen to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that is a, that's a skill. It's a practice that takes time to learn how to do. We are so busy with this busy, busy world around us where we're in a constant go, go, go of life, career, family, spouse, all of the things that keep our minds very busy. And so when we have an understanding that it's time to slow down and listen and really listen to what we're trying to tell ourselves, that's not easy. It's one of the hardest things for people to do. And so I like that you had the opportunity, you were blessed to have more of an opportunity to, to not make a rash, quick decision and really listen to what's best for me. Absolutely. That's so important. I feel like we all have an intuitive knowing. Our body tells us what it needs, but it's just taking the opportunity to get quiet inside and listen. Um, because when we're following that intuition of, what is in sync for us. It, I don't think there's one course of treatment that's, and, and this goes to any chronic health issue. There's not like one course of treatment that works for everybody across the board. We all have mm -hmm. our own unique journey, but such a big part of that is trusting our intuitive knowing and, and following those instincts. So when you talk and about that full body, yes, can you tell the audience a little bit, what did, what are key things that you listen to? How do people know if they're receiving a yes with their body? Well, I like to say, if you're in anguish or you're struggling with a decision, the first thing you need to do is close your eyes, take a deep breath and present the two different options. And notice when you sit with that option, does your body contract or does your body expand? And if your body expands and your heart expands, that's a yes. That's a full body yes. However, if your body tenses up and, and you get tight inside, that's a no. So I think that there's often just wisdom right in the body that will help kind of guide us forward when we listen. I really like that. So simple and easy to to remember and think about because it's a feeling and your body is definitely responding when you present the, the questions at hand. Mm -hmm. And so thank you so much for sharing that for the audience, because I think 
a lot of what we want to provide on the show is things that people can easily apply in their own lives to be more inspired to be a better person. And I think when we listen to that internal compass, it's definitely guiding us in the right way. And it doesn't mean it's the right way for anybody else, but it's the right way for us at that moment. Absolutely. I fully agree. So you went on this learning journey experience with health. What are some other key things that you learned on this journey during that time? Oh my gosh, so much, so much. Um, I'll fast forward to July of 2022, about a year ago this month. I revisited the early stage cancer journey. And this time it was a melanoma. It was a mole that I found under my left breast. And it was just a dark black mole. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I get a lot of freckles. I spent a lot of time in the sun as a child. Um, but didn't think much about it, but something in me, again, listening to my intuitive knowing I need to act on this. And mm. at the time I did not have a dermatologist. So I found one, went to get it checked and she didn't think much of it, but lo and behold, three weeks later, we find out it's a melanoma. So the fact that I listened to my intuitive knowing and acted and had it removed right away saved my life. Um, now, what I learned from that experience was so powerful because this was about four and a half years after breast cancer, and it gave me an opportunity to literally embody and walk my talk, mm. what I had taught my clients yeah. about not being in a fear state, being in a healing, sympathetic digest state of trusting, staying in my happy place, being calm. And the remarkable difference between Anne in 2018 and Anne in 2022 was unrecognizable because I was in so much fear back in 2018. And in 2022, I really stayed in this confident, trusting, powerful healing state. And I mm -hmm. think that's what helped me get through that. Um, I don't know what you want to call it, another, uh, you know, curveball that came into my life unexpectedly, but I was like a completely different person going through it. So it just, it was an opportunity for me to see a higher power truly has my back. And, you know, as long as I continue to put my self-care front and center, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to get through it. Mm, I, I enjoy your feeling that it is such a powerful experience when you feel like you're walking the talk, talking the walk, right? All of those things because it's working for you and all of the things that you're coaching and leading others to do, it, it's now shown up very beneficial for you in a life-saving manner. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, what does that feel like now too? I, I, sometimes I think that there's something to when we, when our life is at stake and we really have that understanding of we're going to die at some point mm -hmm. and it could be as soon as today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so how does that help us lead a more fearless life when we really address death face to face? Mm. This is a beautiful question, April, because I feel like I take um, healthy risks. And I've always been somebody that's had courage, but I feel like it's really accentuated my courage um, in so many ways, just after having faced my own mortality. And I'm very blessed that I had two early stage cancer journeys. I never had, it was never in my lymph nodes, both um, times it was caught early. But I think just having faced the word cancer has taught me that life is precious and you've got to make it count. You've got to live now. Um, and so, you know, one of the ways I do that is I take healthy risks and um, it's not just like with health, having a growth mindset, it's with anything in life, whether you've gone through a breakup or a divorce or a job change, or uh, you've lost somebody in your life precious to you. Like it's just about living for now not waiting. And so um, I was in British Columbia last September on this two week amazing trip. 
with some great women and I was talking to them about my bucket list, how I'm making it happen. I'm not waiting. And my friend said, I like to call it a live it list. So we coined this term mm -hmm. live it list and we talked about joy spotting. And so I do intentional things now to create joy. Um, I don't wait till somebody is available to do an activity. If there's something I really want to do, I just, I go do it. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one way I'm showing up differently. But I also like to see every opportunity in life as a chance to grow. And it's about how life is for us, not happening to us. It's happening through us and for us. And so mm -hmm. that's really helped me turn difficult life events into a growth producing event where I really yeah. have become better from it. Mm, that's one of my favorite terms. I love that. It was so powerful for me and profound for me when I learned it too, to shift the thought of it's happening to me to it's, this is happening for me mm -hmm. and for my greatest benefit and for me to grow and evolve into a better human being. So I, I really like that perspective and how it definitely shifts shifts it in a big deal. And I, I really like to thank you for sharing. And yeah. when you just go out and do things, you don't wait for people. I think so much of it is we do wait for others, right? It's we, we wait for our friends or our partner or our children to go experience the world. And we don't have to, we can set out invitations. Of course, we would love for you to come and I'm going to go regardless and to just do it to really experience life because isn't that what living is? It absolutely is. And it, and it creates a lot of opportunities because you might meet people along the way, whatever you do that you wouldn't have met otherwise. And just two examples for me is we have, um, we're, we're lucky here in Tennessee because we have this beautiful event that happens in the forest every year in the Smoky Mountains where thousands of fireflies synchronize in the forest and light up the forest at night. And nobody was available to go last year. So I just thought, I'm just going to go. And I went and it was just this awe-inspiring event. And I decided to make it an annual retreat. And so now I go every year. And I, I think there's a lot that can be learned from solo travel. But of mm. course, it's always joyful to share it with a partner or with a friend. But I saw that I don't necessarily have to depend on another person to do things in life that light me up. So oh. that literally light me up <laughs> with the fireflies. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm envisioning it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it sounds so magical. Like this fairyland. I, I don't know. It sounds incredible. I'm going to have to go check it out sometime. Yeah. And, and you're right. There's, there's beauties to experiencing things with others. I think that's a huge, huge thing I want to definitely clarify on because community is, is part of the human experience and it's one of the most important parts. And there's also, like you said, something to be said of doing things on your own and traveling on your own and receiving that time for inner reflection. And yeah. again, having to learn both of those things, being able to commune and be with others and communicate and, and share experiences with, and to be able to take the time with yourself, with nature, to be able to tune into the things internally and uh, with the things around us. So we're going to move into our first commercial. And when we come back, I'm really excited to tap into your thoughts and experiences on nature. So stay tuned when we get back. Our lives were never the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. 
KimJacobsConsulting.com. You know, people say opportunity knocks on every door. Right. No. Opportunity stands by silently waiting for you to recognize it. So I want you to recognize that this is a time for you. This is an incredible time to have your own talk show. It establishes a level of credibility. Yes. And by being exposed to people on a regular basis, it allows you to strategically begin to impact and attract your audience. She can take you in a place in yourself that you can't go by yourself. So go to Kim Jacobs consulting.com. That's Kim Jacobs consulting.com. Did I say Kim Jacobs consulting.com? Yes, you did. Very good. Make sure you go there and sign up for the coaching. And we're looking forward to working with you. You have something special. You have greatness within you. Welcome back. So, Anne, I'm excited to learn a little bit about your thoughts on spending more time outdoors. What does that do for you and your wholeness as a human being? And I'm going to answer that. But first, I want to speak to the importance of community because you mentioned that before the commercial. And that has been such a big player in my healing, just how we heal in community. So I love going to spend time outdoors, sometimes on solo travel. But wow, community is huge for me. So I just wanted to follow up with that. Um, but as far as nature, this is one of my favorite questions because I really am an outdoor lover and enthusiast. Mm. And nature has been such a healing um, component in my life. I am blessed to live here in Tennessee where we have a lot of beautiful uh, green mountains and forests and rivers and waterfalls. And I spend a lot of time going on waterfall hikes and playing in the water um, because I, I learned that it's not just, it just, it's fun, it's joyful, it's playful, but it's also filled with all these chemicals in the air, namely negative ions from rushing water, phytoncides from the trees and the plants and the forest, mm -hmm. chemicals that we breathe in the air that actually enhance our immune system and fill us with well-being and, and, uh, relaxation and calm. So it really puts us in a parasympathetic healing state. And, you know, for me, a big part of being in a thriving state is, is being in my happy place and, and igniting joy where I can. And so I just find that I'm just a calmer, balanced, more balanced person when I spend time in nature. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's one of my favorite things to do too. And when I I guide people into ideas of things that they can do on their own journey. And often, oftentimes, I shouldn't even say often, it always <laughs> includes from my experience to go outdoors, to be outside, to be in nature. I, um, I also talk a lot about our environment. For me, living in a place just like you do in Tennessee, where you have all of those places that you can go outdoors and experience the waterfalls where you're really deep inside it and you're not just city locked is a, is an important aspect for me. So choosing where I live, it, it's got to have somewhere that's close 15, 20, 30 minutes where I can access that daily if need be. I totally agree. So important. And to actually immerse ourselves in it you know like to me i don't just go look at the waterfall i get under the waterfall and it just oh it just creates this joy i i think it just almost takes me back to this inner playful childlike state where you know we're not like up in our head and yeah as we know when we get stressed out and we're in our head too much it creates inflammation which causes disease and so it's really about being an ease and flow yeah, absolutely. I love that we're talking about this because it it's totally um, right up my alley. So that being said, I'm going to introduce a photo of exactly what you're talking about. This is of you and a friend, and you can talk a little bit more about it, but here it is. This is immersing yourself in <laughs> the water, in nature, and it just looks like such a joyful experience. Yes. Yeah, so um, that is my dear friend Emily, and um, she's just a wonderful soul. 
And it's been a joy for me to kind of mentor her on her career path as she becomes a health coach and she's kind of following in my footsteps in her work. But we just recently went to a beautiful state park in Tennessee and it was her first time there and it was just a beautiful sunny day and we splashed around in the water. And um, what I love about when you're sitting in those uh, falls and in, in the moving water, it's called negative ions and they're emitted into the air. And it's why you feel kind of blissed out when you come out of crashing waves from the ocean or waterfalls. It's you're breathing it in. And hmm. I like to say this is not just fun, but it's literally good for our health. And um, yeah, so that's one of my favorite state parks in Tennessee. Ah, I love the way that you describe that. One of my favorite things is to dive deep into science backed anything because it's, it just gives us a better understanding of really what's happening to us all around us. And it provides proof of that. So I love diving into that. I definitely love things like Joe Dispenza's work, but thank you so much for sharing what's happening to you and why your body reacts the way that it does. Mm -hmm. So Moving on to, we talked about community. Let's show a couple of photos of, this is your community. This is wonderful Amy. She is the founder of this fabulous institute I'm part of based in Asheville, North Carolina. It's called the Institute for the Study of Birth, Breath, and Death. Amy is a beautiful soul and she's leading this institute. It's worldwide. And back in 2020, when COVID happened, she trained a team of consultants and I became a consultant with the Institute where I've learned how to hold space for people professionally, um, what we call a holding space consultant. Mm -hmm. And I was speaking earlier about, about the importance of tending and befriending those emotions that get stuck in the body. So working with the Institute has allowed me to weave in this emotional healing piece to my work as a health coach. And it's just, it's been so wonderful. I, I was one of her featured speakers at the retreat in Asheville last year, and I talked about how to turn your pain into a greater purpose, because I feel like when we see those difficult life events being for us, as we talked about earlier, it completely shifts our mindset and uh, we tap into a greater purpose. So Amy has been an instrumental player in my path, and she is a dear friend. Awesome. And this is Melissa and she is, oh, she is one of my favorite people on this planet. Um, she's my power partner, my dear friend in Whistler, Canada. And we actually were in a Zoom room back in April of 2020 when COVID happened and we just fortuitously met and we hit it off immediately. And we started working together. Um, she actually is trained to read and uh, you know, order and read lab work for clients. And so I've been referring my private clients to her for functional medicine lab work. Mm. And after working together so closely for two and a half years, we had the opportunity to meet last September in Whistler. And it was a moment of pure joy <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> I was like, you're real. Oh my goodness. I can tell you. So this was just a joyful moment we had in Whistler, Canada, when I was visiting Melissa in British Columbia. Uh, I love that when, you know, it's so interesting how, you know, we, we definitely have this brilliant way of connecting nowadays. We're living in an incredible time to be able to connect the way that we are. And then there's something different when it's actually in person and the energies just flow in a different way. So that's so nice to be able to have that. Yes. And this is another very joyful moment. This was also in British Columbia in September of 2022. I had the opportunity to go on my dear friend Anita's. Um, Anita's in this picture holding a red mug in the back. And uh, she leads these retreats on Bowen Island in British Columbia. Oh my, it looks incredible, by the way. And and I have to say, you are incredible. You are like the dates woman. So if I have to remember a date, I know where I'm going because you just have them locked down. <laughs> well, I have a father photographic memory tell you what you were wearing 50 years ago. So I want to, <laughs> I want to give recognition to my, my father Angus because um, I get, I think I get his photographic memory. <laughs> you do. Um, this, this is a, a beautiful location and it just, I, we, I'm a Colorado native, so I'm used to that cold and the mountains. So 
Um, it definitely is near and dear to my heart where there's something comforting in that. So this looks like a very joyful experience too in community. Yeah. The name of this retreat is called the Joyful Journey Retreat. It's uh -huh. so <laughs> funny. <Yeah. laughs> oh. And these are my besties, I like to say. This is my closest childhood friend, Katie, to the far left. Um, we're literally best friends from the crib, the baby crib. Um, we grew up down the street from each other. We're still very close. She's a sister. And my literal sister, biological sister, to my left in the black with the stars is Molly. Um, we're two and a half years apart. And then to my right is my dear, sweet cousin, Cynthia, who is mm -hmm. also family and like a sister. Definitely have a sense of community. Look at this. Yes. And there's uh, my best friend, uh, Katie, again, and my sister, Molly, and our friend, Abby. And that was at a wonderful um, fundraising event that this past spring. And this is my immediate family. This is my father, who I was just saying has the photographic memory. He's now 95 and wow. still driving. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And he had just broken his hip last fall and, and he's on a walker now, but he's doing amazingly well. And my sister Molly in the middle and my sweet niece, Eliza, Molly's daughter, my mom, and that's my brother. So I bring in these photographs because you talk so much about the importance of having each other. And so what does that mean to you further? You've, you've talked about how that has really made all the difference for you. Yes. Um, I like to say that we heal and thrive together, that we're not meant to heal alone and we need people. We, we heal through relationship. And so mm. even though we were talking about how solo travel can have some, have some benefits and, you know, not waiting for others to go do what lights you up. I do believe that relationships is what makes life meaningful. Um, to me, it's one of the most important things in my life to have rich, close, connected relationships. Um, so, and I've always just been sort of drawn towards building community and um, what really lights me up in my work is collaborating with like-minded spirits and working with other health and wellness uh, practitioners. It just makes it more fun. It, you really feel supported. And I feel like there's a, a beautiful synergy that happens with groups where just hearing each other's stories, we, we receive healing from that. And what are some of the things that you're working on right now? Because I know there's a lot of involvement with others. Yes. Well, something that's really gotten me excited is um, my friend Haley, who I know you've been in touch with, a uh, wonderful woman. And she has this fabulous podcast called The Cancer Liberation Project. And we met because I was a speaker on her podcast. We discovered that we went to the same health coach training program called Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and mm. we became fast friends. And so we are in the process of creating a three-month group coaching program for cancer survivors and it's called fully thriving after cancer 90 days to reclaim your health and transform your life and we're starting a three-month business training next month and we are in the creation phase of our program and it will launch around march of 2024 so i'm super excited about what we're creating together so that is exciting. And, and you gave me a link. Does this link have anything to do with this new program? I'm going to show it. Oh, right. So this link is actually my free gift to your community. And it's an ebook that I created okay. and it's 24 pages. So, <laughs> um, but it's called uh, surviving the thriving after breast cancer. Well, that's incredible. And and so, yeah, maybe I jumped the gun on that. And for our viewers, this will be in the description. So don't feel like you have to try to write this down or remember it. It will be in the description of all the videos. That's an incredible gift. And thank you so much for offering that ebook because that is a lot of information. And I can definitely tell that you have so much passion in the realm of cancer patients, cancer survivors, support for women on that journey. And there are so many who need that service and that support. 
Yes, absolutely. And I, you know, I've just decided to kind of niche down because it, it's important that, you know, our audience who we're speaking to knows how to find us. And so Haley and I have just decided that this is the community we're going to focus on. And we've both had a handful of private clients that we've worked with. I've really enjoyed my private clients, but I am now shifting more into groups because what I love is the collaboration, but mm. I also really appreciate seeing how when you, you work in small groups and community, there's a lot of healing that happens between clients just from hearing each other's stories and kind of yeah. normalizing what you're going through. Um, and so it's the community, again, that really inspires me. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that I, too, it's more, there. there's something more attractive about having more than just one person because there's so many of us to be able to share the stories and to support one another. There's just too much to be said about that, about building communities. And I think that the more that we can offer that option and bring people together for similar things that are happening in their lives, similar interest, the better that we can be of service to this world. Yes. And I just want to thank you what you're offering, April, just inviting me into your community, speaking of community, because just to get these messages of hope and healing out to others, it's just such a needed service in this world. And, and you're offering a massive contribution to our community. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and thank you, Anne. I want to bring your website up and it also for our audience, many of you are going to be watching the replay. This is two in the description where you can reach Anne. Her website is www.integrativeradiance.com. Again, www.integrativeradiance.com. That will come back up on the screen. We're going to move into our second commercial. And when we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more from Anne. Stay tuned. can find out more about Bella Grace in the description below. And coming back to you, Anne, we've talked a lot about uh, surviving to thriving. What lights you up? We've talked a little bit about being outdoors and experiencing that. And uh, a little bit too about living and loving fully. Do you want to expand on that? That's your favorite thing to say. And so why is that? Well, I like to say life is short. Take healthy risks. And healthy is the key word here. Don't, you know, don't go jump off an 80-foot cliff if, <laughs> if it's not safe. You know, but taking healthy risks is a good thing because it puts us in our growth zone. So we're not staying stuck and stagnant and we're growing. Um, and so it's about having a certain mindset you know, and, and so to me, living fully is about, you know, doing the things that light me up, igniting joy, some of the things I've talked about. But as far as loving fully, it's having the courage to open your heart after heartbreak. It's having the wow. courage to take that healthy risk to reach out to that person that 
you feel there could be a connection with. It's mm. it's not holding back, but it's doing it from sort of an unattached way. So you're not attached to outcome, but you're doing it just for the sake of growth. Just how can I grow from this? And once I take the risk, then let go and let life unfold as it may. And so I really feel like I've grown a lot just doing those things that require courage in my heart. Yeah. Um, and I'm just using that example because, you know, I think all of us go through heartbreak at some place in our lives, but it's learning to trust that, you know, we can integrate those experiences and then we can grow and we can open our heart yet once again. Mm, yeah. And gosh, Anne, I feel like you've known how to just kind of take leaps of faith from a very early on time, you left here in your description when you were scheduling for the show, you said, when I was 23 years old, I got dropped off on a dirt road in a small Costa Rican village without knowing any Spanish. I spent an entire year living with a Costa Rican family and teaching English in public schools as I was completely immersed in Costa Rican culture. Now, almost 30 years later, I'm a certified Spanish medical interpreter in hospitals and clinics between doctors and patients that don't speak the same language. That is a, wow, dropped <laughs> off in, a, in another country that you're not knowing what the language is and the culture is. What made you choose that? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking it could go two ways, crazy or courageous. <laughs> yeah, it certainly can. <laughs> um you know, yes, that was about 30 years. That was back in 1994. And I think I, I grew up um, as an athlete. I played competitive tennis and soccer growing up. And I think I always had this kind of um, resilient sort of go-getter spirit. And um, I actually recall when I was six years old walking home in the dark when my parents were late to pick me up at the church choir. And I'm like, I don't know what, and that six-year-old little girl just gave her the courage to start walking home. But that was the same spirit that followed me to Costa Rica mm -hmm. when I was 23 and did not know a lick of Spanish. Um, I was on a program, so it wasn't like I just went solo. I, I was on a program called World Teach, which is sort of like a one-year version of the Peace Corps. And there were 50 volunteers of us trained to teach English in little rural villages. And this is before the days of internet and email. So it truly was sink or swim, learn the language. But I, um, I recall vividly getting dropped off on a dirt road <laughs> with a year of my life ahead of me and saying, oh, my God, where am I? How am I going to communicate? <laughs> it's incredible. That is incredible. So you really have shown that spirit. I want to bring in a couple of the comments. Uh, Manly says, I really appreciate your amazing attitude. Which came first, your positive attitude or the challenge of cancer? I wish I could phrase that better. Thank you for your question. Um, I think that what helped me through the challenge of cancer and like I said, both experiences of early stage cancer were so different because I was in so much fear in 2018, but mm. in 2020, I was really in a relaxed, calm, trusting place. But I think this growth mindset is something I've always lived with. So I was able to sort of channel some past life challenges into cancer. So I think the mindset came first. And then when cancer came knocking on my door, I, it took a little while in 2018 for the, the growth to kind of override the fear because the fear was really, really front and center at first. Um, but eventually I heard a deeper voice inside that says, I've got this. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think it kind of goes hand in hand. Ah, uh, I love that. I do. And it, and it's true. You do have an amazing attitude and so, Ian, what do you think brought you to have so much fear in 2018, the first go round? Was it just the, the fear of the unknown of what could possibly happen? And then the second go round, you're kind of like, well, I've experienced that. And, you know, so, so now what? Well, I was in a very different place in 2022 versus 2018. I was in a tough place in my life in April of 2018. And 
Um, you know, cancer had never been on my radar. I had gone through other health challenges like hypothyroid and I was like, okay, I, I know that stuff pretty well, but cancer just wasn't on my radar. So I have to say it really blindsided me. Yeah. Kind of came out of nowhere and um, I was just in shock. And I like to say it's like a deer in the headlights. You just don't know it hits you. So you kind of go into survival mode and everything happens really fast. Um, but yeah, I think that by the time I worked through the fear and realized, you know, my, like I said, my doctor gave me a month to think about my decision. And by the time I made a decision about which course of treatment I was going to take, and I did not get chemo. I was very fortunate. Um, I started coming back to a more trusting place, but mm -hmm. that's where I think community is so important because by the time I went through my second journey with stage one melanoma in 2022, I had this rich, vibrant community around me um, and not just of friends and family, but I'm talking like other cancer survivors and thrivers. And I think it's important to find people that know, understand what you're going through. And I think that helped me stay in a place of calm as well. So Anne, you, you mentioned you, you had some ideas of past life going into the second period with cancer, the second, um, facing with it. Can you tap a little bit into that or what you mean by that and share that with us? Um, can you elaborate on the question? So we're yeah, you, you started talking a little bit about past lives, like as if that, that was something that helped you along the ways when you were faced with cancer again. Oh, when I speak of past lives, I'm not talking about literally another lifetime. I'm just talking about like your experiences, my experiences. So like the Anne that went through stage one breast cancer in 2018 was a very different version of Anne yeah. than the Anne that went through stage one melanoma last year. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I just think that everything, what it helped me bring it full circle because everything I'd learned from breast cancer, I was able to actually revisit, um, a cancer, yeah. center, but feel like a different woman going through it. Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes that we're just brought with those instances in order to really address things and help other people on our journey. So I want to bring in excuse me, your book, or this is a book that you had a part in. Can you elaborate on this? Yes, this is a beautiful book. And the thought leader behind this book is Blair Kaplan Benables and her sister, Alana. And they both live in British Columbia, Canada. And Blair invited a number of co-authors, which I'm one of the co-authors that live all over the world to share stories of resilience. Um, and I like to say this is not just a book. It's a global movement that Blair has created. This book is actually going to the Emmy Awards in the fall, which is very exciting. Um, and it, it's my story is about my own story of resilience and how I went through breast cancer and how I came out on the other side of that experience. Um, and people who have also been co-authors in this book have shared their stories of resilience so it's really about lifting up people's stories and knowing that we heal as a community. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, April, is how we're not meant to heal alone, but we're really meant to heal together as a community. You couldn't hear me, could you? <laughs> I was saying that I wanted to bring that book in because it really is a beautiful book and it is going out to such an audience that really is uh, a big deal, the exposure that it's bringing to the world. Mm. Yes, I, um, I'm very grateful for being a co-author in this book and I'm not sure if, uh, if what I was sharing about it was heard, but I was just basically saying that Blair Kaplan Venables, who is the, you know, is, is the founder behind this book, 
it's really about creating a global movement yeah. that we heal, we create resilience as a community. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, again, want to bring in for the audience, your website, so they know exactly where to reach you. And again, it's going to be in the description. It's www.integrativeradiance.com. I love that name, by the way. And it's been really a pleasure having you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Is there anything else that you'd like to share and leave with the audience today? Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you today, April. Thank you for what you're offering the world. And I would just say, if you're struggling, if you're going through a health challenge of your own, just know that there are resources, there is hope, and that if you start to see what you're going through as an opportunity, how can I, how can this be for me? That really helped me shift my own mindset out of fear into greater trust. And just to know that you're not alone. Um, there are people out there that understand and there, there is, there is connection, there's community, there's hope. So just know that you have an opportunity to turn things around and you're not alone. I wanted to bring in another comment that we had and uh, Manly again says, that's an interesting way to look at life stages and that it gives closure. That was from our talk earlier. So wanted to bring that in again. Thank you so much, Anne, for being on the show. I also want to share again with the audience that free item and you can please highlight this again. What exactly is this? this ebook that you have and, and share what you're gifting and such a, a wonderful gift. So thank you for that. My pleasure. So this is the link, the landing page to my free ebook. It's called surviving to thriving after breast cancer, a transformational roadmap. Now, even though I designed this book for women who have faced breast cancer, this can be applied to any chronic health issue. Um, it has six different sections in there. Uh, some of what we've talked about today, like the importance of um, creating a growth mindset, uh, self-love. There, there's mm -hmm. a visualization practices to deepen self-love. There's a whole section on the gut microbiome and the importance of gut health and how to create an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. And then I like to say self-care is health care. So I really do a deep dive into what self-care looks like. And those are just some of the sections that come to mind. I love that self-care is health care. And that is very brilliant to say because it is. And, you know, as long as we continue to take care of ourselves and make that a priority, we can avoid uh, all of those things that we want to avoid. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much. And we could spend a whole segment on self-love, another huge aspect of self-care. Do you yeah. want to say really quick, what is something that you learned on the importance of self-love? Oh my goodness. It's so huge. Um, that's been one of the primary components of my healing journey. Um, especially because breast cancer is so close to the heart, you know, it's, it's kind of like, there's no way to disconnect it from the importance of self-love. Ah. But I think any chronic health issue is a greater great opportunity to just deepen self-love and have compassion for what you've been through. Um, just knowing the courage it takes to face any diagnosis or health challenge. But to me, self-love is not just about honoring the shiny parts of us, but it's looking at the scared, traumatized, wounded parts of us with just as not much care and compassion and tending and befriending those parts and um, really being your own best friend. So that's been life-changing for me. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I really like how you said, and, and I want to just highlight that for a moment because I don't think a lot of people think of it, it, but you said, you know, breast cancer, it's so close to the heart. Mm -hmm. So if we start talking about our energy centers and, you know, that self-love aspect, that heart center, it's all right there. It's in the same area. And so sort of profound if you haven't thought of that. Yes, it, absolutely. Um, it is right there in the heart chakra area. And so, you know, that was my first intuitive knowing is 
This is the top of my shoulder to clean up some unfinished business in my life. Yeah. I was able to do that and it's made all the difference in feeling healthy and, and really getting to the other side of that, a better version. Yeah. Ah, and it has been awesome. Awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being our guest and sharing all of your stories and your wisdom and being vulnerable in that as well. So I appreciate that very much. Well, I just appreciate the opportunity to contribute to this wonderful show. I am looking forward to making a donation and uplifting it and spreading it far and wide in my community too. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in on the Wellness Driven Life Show. And goodbye for now. We will see you later.